At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Covering the live betting angles for every game. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is VSIN. Live bet tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here on a Monday night where it's a live betting extravaganza tour. If you don't have a bet leading up to the game, we'll try to find you one over the course over the next three hours. Tweet at the show at VEASAN Live on Twitter at Wes Reynolds. One is where you can find Wes at Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. And make sure to use the hashtag VEASAN Live Bet. If you have a bet or a question, we'll discuss it here on the show coming up all eyes on Northeast Ohio for Monday night football between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns. And also our guest live bet sweater this evening, none other than VEASAN host Dave Ross. Dave hosts VEASAN big bets, two to 4 PM Eastern. And he'll be joining us throughout the show starting in 15 minutes. But first Wes, is there a live bet to be made right now on Monday Night Football? Still scoreless yeah, early in the yeah, set. Yeah, we've certainly gotten more uh, tricks than we have treats in, in mm, this very First Halloween game. pun of the night. There we go. Uh, <laughs> a, few, a few more to come, of course. Uh, Bengals, by the way, now down to minus 331 and a half on the total. Minus 160 on the money line for the Bengals. Plus 130 for the Browns. So, uh, look, you and I are both on the Browns tonight at three and a half. I don't know. If we're confident necessarily, but we're not underconfident yeah. either. This game, uh, this is this is this has been a rough go of it so far uh, for both of these offenses. Yeah, I'm not sure how to feel <laughs> as of right now with these two mm-hmm. teams. Uh, it's still scoreless, so I mean we're we're in the number uh, sitting here right now, early in the second quarter. But yeah. it's been kind of a weird deal. They've been. It feels like both teams are able to get a first down to start the drive, and then they go ahead and punt and different weird miscues and all that stuff. You've already seen a Joe Burrow interception here in this game. But before we dive into the game and all the facts and figures, let's start with our live betting keys here, Wes. What was really catching your eye when you were handicapping this pregame of what we should be looking for once the game got underway? Yeah, there were a few things I, I wanted to see. Obviously, Miles Garrett and J- Jadavian Clowney, I believe, weren't on the injury report for the first time since week two. So mm-hmm. against this Bengals offensive line, we know it's been a struggle bus for these guys. They've allowed 25 sacks. That's the second most in the league. So that is something I'm looking for. Uh, also looking at the uh, Bengals rush defense against the Browns. You expect a heavy dose of Nick Chubb. I know that was something you were keen on tonight. 
31.7 rush attempts for the Cleveland Browns this season. That is fifth in the NFL. And look, when you have Jacoby Brissett, Jacoby Brissett is not necessarily what I would call a gunslinger down the mm. field. A lot of intermediate routes, a lot of short routes, just kind of manage the game. So that's why you're seeing the Browns run all the time. And plus, they're effective at doing it. And also, the Bengals receivers without Chase. I was looking this up, and the two obvious top receivers. So you think, okay, somebody's going to get some passes from Joe Burrow. So you're going to go to T. Higgins, or you're going to go to Tyler Boyd. If you look with Jamar Chase, this is since Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase obviously have come to the Bengals. T. Higgins averaging 9.6 targets with Jamar Chase on the field, but only 7.1 without him. And then you look at Tyler Boyd, it's actually about the same, 7.2 targets and with Chase and 7.3 without. So I thought maybe that was going to open it up for a guy like Mike Thomas. And look, uh, we've seen a couple different guys uh, catch passes tonight that you wouldn't expect. I know uh, Chris Evans, uh, the kid from Indianapolis that went to uh, Michigan, got a long pass. Uh, it was the guy Wilcox, the tight end. I was thinking it was going to go to Hayden Hurst because I do have props on Hayden Hurst over three and a half receptions. I don't know if he, uh, I don't think he has. Has one yeah, I don't tonight. Think he has one. Yeah, so but so far what you're seeing, Evans uh, one catch for 26 yards. Tyler or Tyler Boyd two for 25. Uh, P Ryan two for four. Mixon three for five out of the backfield. T Higgins one uh, catch for three yards. He has been targeted four times. Yeah, no, I, I was really looking forward to Kareem Hunt his carries because tomorrow afternoon, mm-hmm. four o'clock Eastern time, one o'clock on the West Coast is the NFL trade deadline, and Kareem Hunt's name has kind of been floated yeah. for about a month now. We've heard about Kareem Hunt potentially being traded. Would the Browns want to audition him, or would they want to mm-hmm. kind of keep him on the right. shelf to maybe prevent any sort of injury, which and, would hurt his trademark? And I there? bet him under yards just because his his usage has been going down. I bet him under rushing yards. I think he has two carries for eight yards. He is the leading rusher though for Cleveland. Nick Chubb, two carries for seven yards. So, uh, look, Cleveland hadn't really had the ball very much. I believe they've only run 12 mm-hmm. plays from scrimmage, so really haven't uh, done too much uh, tonight. Uh, I would expect we're going to start to get a heavy dose of the running game, though, on this drive. Also, I looked at, like you, Bengals without Jamar Chase. I think that goes without saying. But then my own, my other key was, who's going to be the blanket for Jacoby Brissett? Because every quarterback kind of has that blanket, that comfort food that makes mm-hmm. them feel good whenever they're in a tough spot. And that guy has been, I mean, Amari Cooper has the most targets, but that blanket guy has kind of been David Njoku, yeah. who is out of this game. He's second in the team in targets. What would be the, the, the supplement to David Njoku being out be? Uh, we haven't seen that as of yet. I mean, he's already hit Kareem Hunt for a couple of catches. Donovan Peoples-Jones had the big 37-yard play. But outside of that, it's been pretty early on. So we haven't been able to tell who that person is. But that's something to kind of keep in mind here with David Njoku out for maybe the next couple of games, maybe three games or so dealing with that ankle injury. Yeah, Bryant, uh, Harrison Mm -hmm. Bryant maybe could be the target. He is going in tight end in place of Njoku. So, uh, look, uh, trying to get get creative there. Uh, Kareem Hunt, nothing much doing there on the end around, so it's going to be another third down for the Browns. Real quick, can you let the folks know what you are sweating in this game? Because you mentioned we're both on Browns plus three and a half, but you also have a number of props and the same game parlay as well. Yeah, I have uh, Kareem Hunt under 33 and a half rushing yards. Hayden Hurst over three and a half receptions. He's got a goose egg right now. And then I tried Mike Thomas for an anytime touchdown at four to one. Of course, you and I are both mm-hmm. on the Browns at three and a half from last week. A uh, couple NBA props. And by the way, you can get those, uh, you know, sometimes before the show, I usually put them in about three, two, three o'clock in the afternoon. So you can get those, by the way, at vcin.com. Uh, if you're a subscriber, the picks at a glance and uh, go ahead and take a look at that. So I got a couple NBA props. Uh, Tyrese Maxey's already gone over his points for Philadelphia. But in terms of this game, Let's props not that. looking great right now. But uh, but uh, the three and a half, at least uh, seeing Amari Cooper now mm-hmm. get it into Bengals territory. That's a good sign. Yeah, and I'm on uh, Nick Chubb over 82 and a half rushing yards in addition to Browns plus three and a half. But Chubb over 82 and a half rushing yards at minus 115. I had Hayden Hurst first TD score at 16 to one. I wasn't sure if this was going to still be a mm-hmm. live bet by the time we got on the air because typically these first TD scores have right. not been. But hey, here we are. Nobody has scored yet, so we'll see what happens. But right now, Cleveland has the ball, so that Hayden Hurst will not looking as solid. The same game parlay that I cooked up over at DraftKings. These are with our live bet tonight, Bucks, not our own real money, just something fun that we can track along throughout the show here. But it's the same game parlay that pays out 30-1. to 1. Nick Chubb, anytime TD score. Nick Chubb, 90-plus rushing yards. Hayden Hurst, over 34.5 receiving yards. Tyler Boyd, 
over 54 and a half receiving yards. Amari Cooper under 59 and a half receiving yards. And then Joe Mixon over 69 and a half rushing yards there. I threw the Mixon one in just because I wanted to root for our guy. That's mm-hmm. uh, the Indiana better. That's sweating out that 17-leg parlay. That's right. So I I wanted to root for that person as well. In case you guys didn't know, our VEASAN's own Ben Fox, the VP of Digital Content, tweeted this out. Someone named Tanner underscore DNL over on Twitter has a 17-leg parlay, bet $7.77, and this would win him $124,333.46. The first 16 legs have hit. The last leg, Joe Mixon over 63 and a half rushing yards. Right now, Joe Mixon, looking at the box score, Mixon has uh, four carries for eight yards. Mm -hmm. So we're early on in the game, but I'm rooting for Tanner to go ahead and win six Yeah, Yeah, I'm rooting for Tanner as well. He's an Indiana guy. If he wasn't an Indiana guy, then I'd probably be rooting against him. No, I'm just just kidding, Tanner. But uh, yeah, so uh, look, uh, $777 to win $124,000. That'll... uh, That'll that'll buy yourself a, a a lot of Twix and a lot of yes. Three Musketeers and Reeses, uh, you know the good candy. Don't give them the crap candy, by the way. If you're uh, fought live sweating bets and you're also getting trick trick or treaters at your door, don't give them bitto honeys or <laughs> you know things like that. They're gonna like pull their damn teeth out of the root yeah, or no. something like that. Soft candy, please, and and, and full size candy bars as well. Yes, um, none, none yes. of that fun size stuff yes. around these parts. Uh, actually, funny- I know <laughs> they or they give. Fruit. If, <laughs> oh, if, fruit. if, if, if you give apples, your no. house is getting egged. I'm yeah. just letting you know yeah, that. Yeah. Do not even disrespect the holiday and give out fruit on Halloween. We got a funny tweet here from Terry Gomez. Uh, who's watching the show here. He tweeted out and said, so far it looks like the Bengals and Browns are dressed up as the Broncos and Colts for this Monday Night Football Halloween game here. So no score yeah. so far that we have you in know, this. I actually remember when I was a young kid, we did uh, we didn't do trick or treating Halloween because this was, I believe, 1987. It was the first time the Colts ever had a Monday night game in Indianapolis, so oh. it was like a huge event. This is when it was Al Michaels and Frank Gifford and Dan Deardorff yeah. on the commentary, and they had Al, Frank, and Dan Mass and all that stuff on ABC national TV. Did all your rowdy friends come over? All the rowdy friends came over. All the rowdy <laughs> friends were in the RCA dome because the Colts kicked the Broncos' ass that night. That was a uh, Eric Dickerson when he was mm-hmm. traded. Eric Dickerson was like the first football superstar in Indianapolis yes. long before Peyton Manning and the rest of the gang. But 55 to 23, I remember the final score. It was like a huge event wow. in Indianapolis so on Halloween every, night. So did nobody go trick-or-treating because no, of people, this game? people still okay. went trick-or-treating. Just you but, didn't go. Uh, well, you know, I, I, dre- I, actually, I dressed up, uh, you know, and, and went with my, uh, my mom. But Nice. It was a... You know, it, it, it was fun time. It was obviously a big deal because the Colts are very much new in Indianapolis. And uh, yeah. the Cleveland Browns are new to the red zone right now. Yes, sir. We, we got somebody in the red zone, second and the, goal. There's activity. Yes. Yes, we have, we, have, we have something going down here. So right now, I'm looking at the live markets with the Browns having second and goal from the four-yard four yard line. Cleveland right now, two and a half point favorites. The total sitting at 33 and a half. This game closed Bengals three with a total at 45. So we're trending way toward the under. As for the side, it can go either which way uh, right now. But the markets are respecting Cleveland. Cleveland mm-hmm. laying two and a half now as it looks like they're on the precipice of maybe finding Pater. Worst case scenario, attacking three on the board. Uh, but I think as dog betters, we would like a touchdown. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we absolutely would because uh, the Browns offense has really been struggling. All right. Well, we're just getting warmed up here on VSIN Live Bet tonight. Hopefully, the Browns can punch it into the end zone. But on the other side, our live guest bet sweater, Dave Ross, joins the show to sweat it out with us here on a Monday night. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. The Browns reached Pater, Wes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kareem Hunt. Nick Chubb was able to punch it in for a touchdown. Also, converted a two-point conversion after a Cincinnati penalty. So we're now 8 nothing Cleveland yeah. at live number four and a half, total 36. Yeah, I don't know uh, how you have 12 people on the on the field for a uh, PAT attempt, but the Cincinnati Bengals did. That obviously gets at half the distance of the goal. Mm-hmm. So uh, Kevin Stefanski elects to go for two and uh, hits Pater. So 8 to nothing now. Browns over the Bengals. 444 Cost- left. Costly penalty there for Cincinnati. And joining us now, you've seen him on VEASAN Big Bets, Two to four Eastern with our buddy Amal Shah. He is Dave Ross, VEASAN host, but more importantly, also a Dallas Cowboys fan. Dave, we appreciate you joining us here this evening, as you will all throughout the show, as our live guest bet sweater. Uh, but right now, we've been watching this game here, Bengals and the Browns. Browns, four and a half point favorites, total 36 and a half. What do you make of the action so far? Well, first of all, Femi, that's one of the best intros I've ever had. It should always be noted as Dallas Cowboys first and everything else is secondary. We all understand that. Uh, boys, I, I, got the, I, I don't want to jinx it. Not that I'm being superstitious on Halloween or anything, but uh, I'm not really sweating out my in-pocket play, which was the under first half 22 and a half, because it was what I thought it would be up until that last drive. It was really so far the first half has been a game played in between the 40s right, kind of 10 yards either way here, and then things start to really get tight. We saw the long field goal by York that was blocked there, which really, that's when I started to think, all right, this, this first half under is looking pretty darn good. I'm seeing now, and again, I don't want to hop in until I know that that first half under is completed. Eight nothing still looks good, but you never know. I look at the Bengals now, and gentlemen, I'm seeing here on the money line now, up as high as plus an hour 60 on the Bengals going forward, I still think, you know, even though without uh, Jamar Chase, and that was part of the handicap for the first half under was, you know, he is a key cog. We all know that. Yes, mm-hmm. he's got two other number ones at wide receiver. But it just feels like this is the type of conservative game plan that Zach Taylor is going to do without Jamar Chase. He's not going to take as many shots down the field that he does when Chase is in there. So you're seeing more of that 15-yard variety to Boyd, maybe Higgins, Eventually, they try to take off, take the top off the defense with him. But, gentlemen, I see a lot of run first, play action, keep it close to the vest. I think this is going to be a one-possession game either way when we get to the fourth quarter. Dave, before I get to football, I don't know if you were home this evening. Are you pulling the old Wes Reynolds trick where you're home and you got the lights out <laughs> to, to avoid the Wes. trick-or-treaters coming to uh, Casa Ross? <laughs> Dude, you know me very well by now. You're absolutely 100% right. I want to watch football. I don't want 
small talk. I don't want to talk about how cute the costumes are. I don't have kids for a reason. I don't need to see kids at my door once a year. I don't need it. I'll see my nephews and my nieces and all that. I don't need random children at my house. So you're right on, Wes. I got the blinds closed. I'm talking quietly, and I have the TV volume down, so nobody can know if anybody's here. Lights are off. That's the way we roll in Halloween. I, I can't. I can't blame you, Dave. Football by candlelight, <laughs> just yeah. a little bit of candlelight, yeah, exactly. and then the television at a very moderate volume. Exactly. So, right. so that these little rascals can't hear. We know you're in there. We know you're home. I, I, I can hear you, Mr. Ross. I know like, you have reasons in there, which I, I, I do. I'm like, I have no candy. I'll give you some lean cuisines out of my freezer or something, though. <laughs> so you're handing out hot pockets for Halloween. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's so funny you guys bring that up because I asked them all that the same the same question on Big Best. I was like, hey. Are you going to give out candy to the trick-or-treaters? He said, are you kidding me? I'm going to get as far away from the front door as possible, draw all the blinds, and turn off all the lights and watch sports in peace. I'm like, yep, that sounds about right. Yep, that, that's right up a mall's alley. I am not shocked that, <laughs> yeah. that a mall uh, doesn't. He likes children as long as they belong to somebody else and as long as they don't come to his exactly door. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think I, I think I saw on uh, DraftKings they had a mall 500 to 1 to hand out candy on oh, Halloween. My. So uh, that, that's I, not no, – I can't see you guys. Are you dressed up? Because I was not today. And I asked them all. I said, hey, you know, I feel bad. Should we have coordinated something? He goes, you kidding me? I was minus 5,000 uh, to not wear a costume. I'm like, all right, cool. We're on the same page. Yeah. That, that number might be a little short if we're Matt, being honest. Matt Brown we're not and Stormy up. Uh, picked up the load for us yes. today, though, this yeah. afternoon. Yes, they did. They killed us this afternoon. We, we decided to go as VEASAN hosts for Halloween yes. uh, this year. As, uh, we went as degenerate <laughs> sports bettors. And, That's pretty much my costume are. every year, though. And, and ge- gentlemen, I hate to interrupt our, our fun time that we're having right now, but we just have seen a turnover. Yeah, but Fumble! Oh. Joe Burrow was oh. sack-stripped. So the Cleveland Browns are going to take over in Cincinnati territory. And looking at the live number wow. right now, the spread has been taken off the board over at DraftKings, but the total at last check, I believe, was 37 and a half year. Wes, you have an updated number. I think my uh, computer just actually deactivated. Yep. Yeah, let me <laughs> let me uh, go ahead and uh, check here. I'll get my app. Uh, That's what I have, Sammy. I see 37 yeah, and a half. Yeah, 37 and, and a half, six and a half, half on the Browns. Yep. Uh, I don't know who got that strip. I know Miles Garrett wow. has gotten a burrow. Remember, we talked about Man. one of the keys. 25 sacks the uh, Bengals offensive line have given up this year. And, uh, is that is Sione Taki Taki? Taki Taki. That is a terrific wow, name, by the way. Yes. It really is. He's, well, ta- he's so Taki Taki comes up with it. Well, he does, and he forced it. And, gentlemen, I'm seeing now you can get seven. I'm seeing some of those pop. Yeah, because Nick Chubb uh, now just has him outside of the red zone at the uh, 24 right. yard line. So uh, there we go. Uh, get those yards for our same game parlays. I think both you yes. and I have the yards and I, the. Uh, I, the uh, chub anytime touchdown. I was going to say I haven't been uh, for a prop as well with my own wow. money. So not not just not just yeah. the same game parlay. I need Chubb to have a good night here. But Dave, I know you were mentioning about potentially looking to maybe play in on Cincinnati. If this gets mm-hmm. to becoming more than a possession, like let's say that the Browns are able to score a touchdown on this drive, and you can maybe get the Bengals at seven and a half. Would you take that number there, getting more than a touchdown? I think I would, Femi, because I do think they do look. The Bengals, the misnomer about the Bengals, and Wes, you and I talked about it a lot last year on our shows, is the misnomer is they're, they're a, a high-flying offensive team. Yes, they do it like they did last week against the Falcons, and it's eye-popping, right? You saw it a couple times last year, too, against the Ravens, where they're just, they're just lighting up the scoreboard against certain teams. But for the most part, you go back to the postseason, right? First round against the Raiders, under. Second round against Tennessee, under. Third round against Kansas City, under. Super Bowl Rams, under Mm -hmm. they play it close to the vest and traditionally like most of those games were last year turn out to be one possession so for that reason Femi if it gets up and you know let's say they can hold them to three here before we get to the two-minute warning or you know as long as it's not 15 nothing and it starts to get out of hand I think they keep this to 11 nothing force a field goal here and you're going to entice me with seven and a half eight on the Bengals absolutely I might not be as apt to play the money line which I'm seeing here bounce around about plus 255 for the Bengals. They might start to dig themselves too big a hole, but I do think at some point, if they protect Joe Burrow, there will be some avenues of approach in the second half. So, yeah, I think if this first half under, which looks really good, 
uh, you know, 22 and a half with only eight points so- scored so far. Uh, I-, I think I might be apt to play the Bengals in the second half once we see the result of this drive here. Dave, would you uh, would you do anything with the total here? I know you you had a good read uh, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, under 22 and a half for the first half. Obviously, still two minutes ago, I don't see that being in any kind of jeopardy. Would you come right. back on the over here? When you look at the numbers, are you a little bit skittish maybe to do that, go back on the over, considering the Bengals have 3.1 yards play tonight? Uh, Wes, I say this uh, with great affection for you. I think you're one of the best I've ever seen at adjusting in-game, right? When we, you know, certainly we did a lot of the NFL games last year on Sundays. To see the way that you can kind of manipulate those lines depending on what you might have uh, before the game and then hop in at halftime and, and kind of find those middles that we talk about all the time. Because I didn't play the full game total at 45, I'm not as bullish and hopping in here on potentially a second half over. And if the Browns get a big lead, let's say it's a two-score lead. I mean, you see the T-shirts in Cleveland, right? Just run the ball, Kevin. Right? <laughs> they're, they're telling Stefanski, don't trust Jacoby Brissett in the fourth quarter and shoot out games like they, when they lost to the Chargers as an example. So I might not be as apt to hop in on the over because I do think the Browns are going to play a lot of ball control if they have a two-score lead uh, in the second half, which would be prudent for them. They have to get this win if they have any visions of grandeur in this division and the hopes of getting back uh, their quarterback, Deshaun Watson, after week 11. So it's a huge divisional game for both teams, Mm -hmm. but more so for the Browns if they want to be taken seriously. I just don't know that Stefanski's really going to take the training wheels off for set if they have a double-digit lead with that offensive line and those dual, uh, dual running backs. And plus, no David Njoku tonight, at their star tight end. So I don't know how much you know, outside of Amari Cooper that you really trust the guys to run the right routes and be where they're supposed to be. It just feels like a safer game plan for the Browns to keep running it, make it ugly, time of possession, keep Joe Burrow off the field. I think they might try to implement that strategy in the second half. Yeah, this game is certainly playing out to kind of the preferred state that the Browns would like to be in playing ahead with Jacoby Brissett. The Browns also get the second half kickoff as well. We've got to monitor that Mm -hmm. when the second half lines come out. But he is Dave Rosso. He'll be joining us at 7.15 post-halftime to talk a little about this game. But, Dave, we appreciate the time. And we'll be back with VEASAN Live Bet tonight on the other side. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sports are on full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, basketball, or baseball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Friday Night College Football Bet Plus Get, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. Head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We might have a whole new game in Cleveland Mm -hmm. because on third and 12, the Cincinnati Bengals brought the house. Yes. And unfortunately, the Browns did not pick it up. And then Jacoby Brissett compounds the error by fumbling the ball into the arms of one of the Cincinnati defenders. Now the Bengals have the ball deep in Cleveland territory. Wes, this flipped the market Mm -hmm. from... From Cleveland being seven-point favorites to now down to three-point favorites, so a four-point swing with just that simple turnover right there. Yeah, Kareem Hunt riffed, whiffed on the blitz. Davis no. Gaither, I believe, uh, got the interception here. So now it is third and long, though. Joe Burrow sacked once again. The Bengals' offensive line still having problems mm-hmm. here. So uh, going to be uh, third and 14, I believe, at the uh, 34-yard line yeah. here. Still well in Evan McPherson's oh, range. Yeah. but yeah, What's his range, like 60? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you would think, and here and here comes the screen, and yeah, they're ready for it. Yeah, I I think uh, Zach Taylor is like, okay, we just got to get points off this turnover. So Evan McPherson gonna go ahead and come out. That was a five yarder to Samaji P Ryan. So run the clock down, obviously take a timeout. Bengals have one timeout left to go. Yeah. And it's interesting. They might just be sitting out there, maybe seeing if they could draw them off, or they're just gonna kill time and call the timeout. Okay, so I think Cleveland. 
ended up calling timeout because I was gonna point. Okay. Out, I was like, I was like, this is very interesting that yeah. Cleveland is not calling timeout. Yeah. And I wouldn't honestly, after seeing what Brissett did on that last series, I wouldn't have blamed Kevin okay. Stefanski. Okay, they gave him. <laughs> did they give him uh, the seconds back? Yeah, they give him the seconds okay, back. Okay, because there was like nine seconds. So yeah. now there's 44 seconds. Cleveland calls a timeout. Fourth and nine gives Zach Taylor a chance to think about it. But I think, uh, you know. Fourth and nine here at the 29. That That's what, a 47-yarder for McPherson? Yeah. I still think they're going to kick here. Yeah, they'll kick it. Yeah, they're kicking. But I, if you were Stefanski, would you have called timeout or would you let the clock go all the way down and just go I mean, to You know, I, 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 I mean, I might have called timeout there where you're going to yeah. get the ball with about 35 seconds left to go. Well, the question is, do you trust Jacoby Brissett? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> that's right. where I'm at. After seeing that play – I would not have because, blamed him if he just let it go Because they're going to take a chance at McPherson, who's one of the best kickers in the league. They're going to take a chance. Maybe they block it, or, yeah. maybe they, or maybe they miss it here. This is not exactly a chip shot yeah. at 47 yards. So, you know, you might as well, because then you get the ball on your own, you know, on your own 28 instead of, you know, your own 25. I guess that's only three yards of field position difference. But mm-hmm. you might as well take a chance, and plus you have a chance to get a momentum, because if they fail – on this kick, just don't do something stupid like get a leaping penalty or yeah. anything like that. Oh, and oh. see, McPherson misses it wide right, 47 yards. Now you have 40 seconds and a timeout. Money Mac missing. It doesn't yeah. come up with the cash on this one. So that definitely changes things. Like you said, Cleveland now goes to a five-point favorite after being three-point favorites prior mm-hmm. to that field goal. Now a five-point favorite. Total still 31 and a half. Shout out to our guy Dave Ross, VEASAN host, who will be our live guest bets order. We had him on the last segment. He has the under 22 here in the first half. That's looking like that's going to come home yeah. for him, barring some sort of unforeseen offensive activity over the next 40 seconds. But – this is like you mentioned. I, I, I was I would have gone coward mode mm-hmm. after after what happened with Jacoby Brissett on the last series, but the fact that they called that timeout right. now has them set up with a chance to maybe tack on three after looking like they were about to give up three. Yeah, now let's see what, how aggressive Stefanski gets yes. with the play calling here. You got first and ten on your own twenty-eight. You do have that one timeout. The goal when you're in this situation is obviously to get across the fifty. And then go ahead and call the timeout. They do throw it to Hunt, get a nice little gainer there. Yeah, I'd clock actually it. Actually on the screen. Yeah, you probably, probably well, I, I think they're, they're going to, yeah, it. they're going to use it right now. Yeah. Uh, they got right to about midfield at the 49. So, yeah, they're going to go ahead, I think, and uh, stop the clock here at 33 seconds. But that's where the vicinity is. Like, you don't often want to immediately use the timeout, especially if you're yeah. passing short. It's like, okay, we got an eight-yard gain. You know, get up there and go. So, 34 seconds left to go. There is a pl- there is plenty of time here, but there's a lot of time. Yeah, so uh, you know, I, I think up eight nothing. You probably got to take, but but you gotta you know tell your quarterback. You gotta tell Brissett, okay, if the pressure's coming, dump the ball, dude. Just get rid of it. Yes, throw it out of bounds. Do what you have to do because we know Cleveland's banged up on the line. Wyatt Teller, their best run blocker, is already mm-hmm. out. Now I see Jack Conklin, yep. uh, two time first team All Pro. 85th career start. He is on the sideline. So there you go, Cleveland. That was really the downfall of the Browns last year, Femi, was when they had so many injuries on that offensive line, but still able to run the ball pretty effectively on Cincinnati. And I'm looking right now. I'm not sure if he's in the game once again, but I know Chidobe Awuzie, the top corner for Cincinnati, he went out to the sidelines in the last series, mm-hmm. kind of holding his knee. I'm not sure if he's back on the field, yeah. but they're already without Eli Apple in this game. So that could be maybe your two top corners for the Bengals potentially out in this game. Yeah, I don't believe Awuzie is on the field. Yeah, Brissett, so, by the way, took a shot there uh, as he's uh, – he hit David Bell, by the way, and uh, got them, I believe, to the 37. Trey uh, Hendrickson I, came in. I'm surprised that wasn't called roughing the passer. He didn't hit him hard, but he hit him late. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was a little bit surprised that that wasn't called. So uh, did Brissett land on his hand there? He was kind of shaking his yeah, hand sure. as he was, yeah, and 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 the shoulder I think as well. He's kind of shaking his hand a Trey little Anderson bit. So. came up a little bit of hot sauce on. Yeah, there, huh? he he did. So uh, Brissett, uh, by the way, no timeouts left. Sixteen seconds left to go. Uh, Browns at the thirty-seven. So you got to try to find something to the sideline here. Yeah, or I mean, there's still time to clock it if you can, but uh, that that's not what you want to do. Whatever that was. 
Um, and I believe he was at was he out he was out of the tackle box. Yeah, but so. yeah, there, there was a guy in the area, so I yeah. think he was all right. But. Gabe York, uh, uh, the uh, kicker out of LSU, would come on. He has the range. I know he's missed a couple long ones this year, mm-hmm. but just barely. Of course, the one against the Chargers that would have won them the game earlier this season. But he did make a long one to win them the game against Carolina. Yes, he though, did. Week one, so yes, he did. He definitely so, has the leg. No, the accuracy has been kind of the question. A- absolutely. Mark. Uh, this would be like a fifty-four yarder if they don't gain anything here on third down, but. Now, at this point, obviously, you can't work the middle of the field with no timeouts. So you got yeah, to gotta go sideline. It's got to be three steps, ball out. Even if it's incomplete, okay, we'll take a shot at 54 yards. Yeah. So, Brissett's going to go and just throw it out of bounds. Yeah, yeah that's what you four got. Seconds. That's all you could do. So, four seconds left to go. Got to send Gabe York here. And uh, we know that he definitely does have the range to go ahead and make this. So, a chance to go up 11 nothing here. Cleveland also gets the ball yes. first in the second they, half. They so do, this, which is why this is very vital. It's Maybe a, big a chance three to, points. Chance to possibly double up here. And there you if, see if, that 58 yarder week one that you referred to against the Panthers has already missed a 53 yarder, though, on this evening. And to clean up the note on Chidobay Awuzie, the Bengals corner has already been ruled out with a knee injury. So now Cincinnati is down their top two corners, which we'll get into when we discuss the second half market. But Cade York right now from 55. That's a no-doubter. Bang. Let's go. We there love to go. see that. 11 to nothing, by the way. We will go into the <laughs> locker room. So easy first half under. Uh, I know our buddy oh, Dave, Dave Ross. Ross is, uh, yeah, chilling. absolutely. 22 and a <laughs> half. Chilling. And uh, Brown's pretty much everywhere. We're getting two and a half in the first half at home. So look, uh, just looking at the stats while we go ahead and uh, look for the uh, halftime uh, alert. Once you get lines up, 207 yards for the Cleveland Browns. 6.5 a play. That's a pretty good clip. Meanwhile, the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, they've only run three less plays, but they're only at 3.4 yards a play. Have not been able to run Mm -hmm. the ball at all. Six carries for 19 yards. Joe Burrow has thrown 20 times, 15 and 20 for 81 yards and an interception. Has already been sacked three times. Meanwhile, Brissett, I know he's thrown, uh, well, he's thrown one interception. Amari Cooper, of course, <laughs> threw the other interception. Because I, I was looking at that, I was like, two interceptions. Oh, wait a minute. Yep. Yeah, so 11, <laughs> 11 of 18 for 153, though. Pretty solid half. 8.1 yards of pass. That's a big number for Brissett. 13 carries for 54 yards. Uh, Browns uh, have, a, have a few more penalties than do the Cincinnati Bengals, but 11 to 7 first down edge. So, yeah, this is uh, Cleveland getting the ball for the second half. We will await and mm-hmm. see what this number is. I'm I'm thinking that it's going to be, you know, Bengals maybe minus four for the second half or four yeah. and a half. Well, that's what I'm seeing at DraftKings. It opened three and a half. It was hovering around Bengals three and a half. Now it's four and a half. The total's at 21 and a half. So the anticipation is going to be that just a lot of Bengals money coming in with the expectation that the Bengals playing from behind. But what I want to get into with you before we come up against the break here is that how much of the Bengals' struggles do you think were attributed to Jamar Chase not being on the field? I think a little bit. Certainly, it's one of the best receivers in the NFL. But look, I think they have one of the best receiving cores. So you got Higgins and Boyd. It's like mm-hmm. you've got some weapons, and then somebody always kind of steps up in that regard. I think it's really the offensive line, though, that's posed them the most problems because Cleveland is getting there. Cleveland's winning this game on both sides of the ball. The Bengals' defensive yep. line, uh, without the uh, reader who's been out for a few weeks, you and can he's, tell. Their, he's their run stuff. Yeah, he is their absolute run stuffer and you know you could tell that you can run on the Bengals uh, all night long if Cleveland just stays committed to it and I think Kevin Stefanski will well we'll see how the market populates while we're in the break but right now at halftime the Browns lead the Cincinnati Bengals 11-0 on Monday Night Football don't go away we're getting good here on VEASAN Live Bet tonight At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIM, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of VSIM Live Bet Tonight is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for. But Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and it's completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're at halftime on Monday Night Football, and halftime is game time here on VSIN Live Bet Tonight. The Cleveland Browns leading the Cincinnati Bengals 11 to nothing. Wes, I'm looking for some halftime numbers. I know DK right now has mm-hmm. Cincinnati four and a half point favorites, total 220 or 22 and a half. But what are you seeing across the board here? Yeah, I was kind of chuckling. And by the way, I was, you know, if you're watching the screen here, there was a certain uh, store, I think, that made a mistake in the offshore market that put up seven and a half. So what you do, look, these guys all watch the numbers, too, in the market, too. Another book put up seven and a half, too. Like, oh, my God, we're off the market. So you could see a lot of yeah. copycatting here uh-huh. in, in the market. So that's something you want to look for. Cheating uh, off other folks' paper. Absolutely. <laughs> they they will definitely look off the answers here. But just to, just just make sure it's the, it's the smart books and the smart guys, you know. But nevertheless, yeah, I'm seeing four and a half. I'm even seeing some fours. Uh, I think right behind us at Circus Sports, four minus $1.15. Uh, uh, Superbook out here in Las Vegas at four. Also, uh, William Hill and Caesars at four. Most of the market is at four and a half. Gold Nugget, our neighbors here downtown, also at four. So, look, uh, Cleveland's doubled them in yards. Cleveland has been the better team in the first half. I know they've looked ugly, too. We you are know, watching them, but but they've looked less ugly, uh, even with two turnovers, and they're mm-hmm. still winning eleven to nothing at the half, and it even looks a little bit more dominant than the score indicates. Twenty three yeah. on the total, so that would make it thirty four. What what was this closer, Femi? About forty five. Close forty five, exactly. Okay, forty five. Yeah, so you, now you're seeing some twenty threes, a little bit juice to the under minus a dollar fifteen, minus a dollar twenty. So. You know, I'm looking at this, and I, and look, I still have a little bit of time, but nothing's really like reaching out and grabbing me here. Yeah, I mean, I think well, us as well. I mean, we're also coming from the vantage point of having Browns plus three and a half in our mm-hmm. tickets as well. But, right. But even if we didn't have those in our pockets, uh, there's nothing that really pops it's, because the first instinct I think for a lot of betters will be to do all right, let's bet Cincinnati here. Yeah. But I I'm a little concerned with Cincinnati's ability to play from behind without Jamar Chase mm-hmm. and in conjunction with that offensive line. So now you have those two competing factors of a bad and line just, and your number one superstar just the fact wide that receiver they haven't, they haven't run the ball. That doesn't mean they can't find it in the second half, mm-hmm. but it's like, do I really necessarily trust them to do that? They only ran – how many times did they even run the ball in the first it half? It didn't feel like they were attempting yeah, to Yeah, I it. think they ran it six times yeah. for 19 yards. And, it's you know, it, it's not that you don't have a capable stable of backs with Joe Mixon and Samaji Ryan. They could certainly get big gains, but – 
the Cincinnati's just been controlled, though, at both sides of the line of scrimmage, really. And and that's the difference, I think, in the ball game. You know, I, I know, look, the chase is a loss. But I don't think that that's the reason why they're down here. Mm-hmm. I think they're just getting whipped up front, period. And can they fix that? No. Or is it a personnel thing? Because that's what you have to ask yourself as a better is, yeah. hey, this team is down. Can they fix the issues that they had in the first half and improve in the second mm-hmm. half? And if you're just getting whipped up front, some, oftentimes that just continues. Yeah, and, and, and I'm looking to what surprises me that Cleveland's been able to do it. Not that Cleveland's running the ball great statistically necessarily. Mm-hmm. I think 13 carries for 54 yards, 4.2 a clip. They could certainly do a lot better than that, but – I'm still a little bit of surprise, I guess, that the Cle- – I, I know that Reader's out. I'm a little bit surprised, though, that the Browns able to, you know, control them with the offensive line with now Wyatt Teller being hurt. Of course, uh, we'll have to check on the status of Jack Conklin. He was mm-hmm. on the sidelines, by the way, for that last drive. So uh, we'll try to get an update uh, up there. And then, of course, Nick Harris has been on IR since early September, their yeah. center. So – you know, that's what really was Cleveland's downfall last year is on the offensive line. They just, you know, couldn't hold up. Yeah. Uh, the latest tweet I've seen from a Cleveland beat writer is just that he was limping off the field mm-hmm. and with trainers. So I'm sure they'll have some sort of yeah. update early on in the third quarter on Jack Conklin, but he is very instrumental in their they, run game. They have plenty on the roster, though, because I believe on that two-point attempt to put him up 8 nothing after that Bengals penalty with too many men on the field for the extra point. Browns had eight offensive linemen on the field, by the way. <laughs> Load up on the big eight boys. Eight offensive linemen, and uh, look, it worked. It got Nick Chubb in there for the two-point conversion, but uh, 11 to nothing right now. Still sitting at 23. There may be some come in on the over. Like now you're seeing, I think, at least a couple stores go mm-hmm. to 23. And that's simply, I think, I think that's guys working middles. Because yeah. guys that might have 45, 45 and a half, maybe even 46, because I think the global opener on this was 47. So, you know, guys working middle saying, okay, this could maybe go over 34. Yeah, and it's always smart to kind of identify that when that's taking place because you might just see, oh, the sharp side and the right side is to do mm-hmm. this, and and maybe it is, but it's mainly guys that are trying to come in and, hey, I've handicapped this well. Let me double up and try yeah. to earn even more money from this game I, here. I, I do have to update one thing, though. I believe uh, the Jacoby Brissett, when, when uh, Hunt blew the uh, blitz back up and they really brought the house, that has now been ruled a fumble. Okay, and it is not it like an, a fumble and it is you. not an interception. So only one interception now for the Browns that thrown by right receiver Amari Cooper. So if you have Brissett, by the way, on that prop, because usually interception prop is going to be 0. 0.5 and mm-hmm. then the juice is either going to be heavily to the over or the under, depending on who it is. So you haven't lost that prop uh, if you uh, bet Jacoby Brissett on the under and if you uh, bet him on the over, hold all your tickets until that goes ahead and cashes. uh <laughs> So don't go up there because they're going to probably look at the official stats and be like, oh, it's not graded. And then the ticket rider might not know. So then you have to go back and say, oh, by the way, it was graded as a fumble and get one of the supervisors out there. It's a whole deal. It it is a whole deal. So just might as well just wait for after the game, to be quite honest. Yes. Uh, Giorgio Moondog over on Twitter went ahead and bet Bengals laying four and a half in the second half. Dave Ross, who we'll have on at 715, Mm -hmm. he bet Bengals laying four in this. We Mm -hmm. don't have any bets in this game. Just because I want to kind of see how this right. kind of plays out. I don't want to really try to press it because I'm just not confident in what Cincinnati can do playing from behind with their issues up front and then also without Jamar Chase there on the field. But uh, it'll be Cleveland that starts with the football here in the second half as we are back underway. Also of note, Chidwe Awuzie in the last segment, I mentioned it as we're going to break, but it's important to bring it up once again. Chidwe Awuzie, the Cincinnati Bengals corner, their number one cornerback, is out with a knee injury. They declared him out, which is probably not a great sign. They declared him out immediately. But uh, now the Bengals are without their top two corners in Awuzie and then Eli Apple, who already was out heading into this game. So if Cincinnati, or if Cleveland rather, wants to kind of open some things up using some play action. Mm -hmm. They're going up against a softer Bengals secondary, which has kind of been the strength of their team, or at least was the strength of the team last year going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Bengals uh, defense is going to be put to the test, though. By the way, they have not allowed a touchdown in the second half this season. Wow. Which, which, when I saw that, I was like, are you sure about that? But uh, I'm guessing. uh, You know what? That makes a lot of sense because I'm really high on their defensive coordinator, Lou Anarumo, mm-hmm. and he was just on fire in that playoff run, making those adjustments. Yeah. Where everyone was like, what happened to Patrick Mahomes in the second half of the AFC title game and all that? So that makes sense because he's a really good coach at adjusting. 
It's just that, unfortunately, now he's playing from behind. Right. And, and is going to have to probably try to get aggressive right. here. And, 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 and much was made, obviously, of their superstar quarterback, Joe Burrow, and, uh, mm -hmm. and Jamar Chase. But the Bengals' defense, that's you're absolutely right, in, in the playoffs. That's why they absolutely got on that run. I mean, this is a team – It. They have, like, good players. Like, they don't have, like, if you look, there's no, like, defensive superstars. No. I don't, I, don't, I don't think on this roster, but these are guys that fit pretty well together with Hendrickson. And then Apple kind of revitalized his career. He'd been kind of cast off in a vagabond, a guy that's been a disappointment. Von Bell, Jesse Bates, I believe they franchised mm -hmm. Jesse Bates. And yep. then Awuzie, who is uh, not going to be back tonight. And uh, so, look. They just they've got a bunch of, I think, really solid players and they don't have a lot of superstars. They're obviously uh, trying to build or spend their money on the offensive side of the ball. Well, right now over at DraftKings, Cleveland, six and a half point favorites, total 32 and a half. Looks like it's going to be a third and one. Yeah, I was going to say I would expect a QB sneak here and they're going to stop the QB sneak or. Will they Depending not? on I when mean, they blew the I whistle. Guess, yeah, did they, I guess they never blew the whistle. Yeah, because the is... guy coming in on the side was right at the line, and it's like, oh, they got to push, so he had to step forward a little bit. This is the part of me where I'm like, okay, like how much of this like rugby kind of style thing that is is this turning into where if you just QB sneak, you just have guys just like pushing a pile. Like at what point do you blow the whistle? It feels like they could have blown it a couple times before the, he got the first down, but hey, is the Browns better? I'm fine with it. It works for me. Uh, so the Browns go ahead and move the chains Some, here. But sometimes, Femi, we down. just ask no questions. <laughs> yeah. And we just move on. <laughs> Honestly. Because I was like, ah, that looks like he's stopped until you push the pile. And I guess he's not stopped. The play will never end is what we're telling you right now. But once again, Cleveland leading 11 nothing, Laying six and a half in the live market. Total 32 and a half. We will break it all down and then some on the other side as we begin hour number two of Eason Live Bet tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago street course. We have the side-by-side -side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.